None of that was, none of that made sense. No, it's great. I, I think, I like that you keep me on my toes all the time. <laughs> but I don't mean to. No, I know. It's fine. I like a good fermata before a clap in. Shakes, <laughs> <laughs> tits, toes. <laughs> you said keep me on my toes, and then I thought about rest on your tits, and... <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jen was like, "What was that? What was that that you told me about burlesque performers? Um, that when they're when they they can rely on something? Was it she leans on tits?" And I was like, "Oh, I think that's drag, and it's resting on pretty." So. <laughs> that's exactly what but, it is. Resting on pretty. I have I lean on my tits all the time. So you do, you do it's all fine. the distract from bad shoes. <laughs> they do the heavy lifting. I gotta mm. tell you. <laughs> Ah, and I'm reminded once again that like you're never gonna, never gonna get us back in bras for good. Like oh, that's never. Oh fuck no! I am so excited about summer and not being in a bra. For Yay! Yeah. Ah, uh, it's such fuck a great that feeling. Sweaty crap. Uh, mm. <sighs> I'm Jen Ponton. I'm Lillian Bustle, and this is all the books. This is a podcast about. Uh, um, not putting a bra around your heart. Oh, I love that. Or maybe the training bra around your heart. <laughs> yes, it is the training bra. The sad the training, training bra, bra for your JC Penny. When your heart's nipples are poking through. Oh God! And then they get chafed in gym class. Mm. No, no. When they make you run laps and you just want to jog them or walk them, and every. Two minutes they check in on you and call your last name to shame you. Wow. Sorry, that's, that's, like a, that's some, a vibe. No, it? no. It's some deep, deep conditioning. Deep cuts. That was just, it was all just fine. It was just fine. <laughs> gym class, honestly. Gym class in its current incarnation should be illegal. Gross. Oh, completely. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I do still love my dance and barb, though. Mm-hmm. Mm, dance and barb Absolutely. for evs. For evs. There's plenty of value in line dancing. I'm, I get it. Yes. I get it. Um, I just wanted to mention, uh, I was flipping through my journals looking for what, um, what to look at today. Um, and interestingly enough, I, I've been thinking about going back to school and it's not like, I don't necessarily believe in, in like the universe hitting you over the head with things. Um, but one of the things that I have been looking at again is industrial and organizational psychology, um, which still isn't necessarily my heart song. However, I feel like it would be a way to use my instincts and the stuff that I love about psychology in a way that would make me money at some point, which is yeah. the only reason I would go back to school. I love learning. I love to learn things. But, like, I can't pay all that money and absorb as little as my poor little squish ADD brain can absorb. Oh, your poor little squishy come, brain. And then come out on the other side, mm. like, with the equivalent like the master's equivalent of a theater bachelor's, um, <laughs> which yeah, is some, what some fucking good that did us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, in one of my journals, uh, I had apparently been doubling up as my industrial and organizational psychology notebook. Oh. I have all my fucking notes from that IO class interspersed with all of the things that happened that semester. That is amazing adorable it's so cute i can't wait to go back and look through it but i also found another sark quote 
So she's popping up literally everywhere. Yes. Um, it's easy to develop your own mythology when you're alone. It's only when you're with other people that your bullshit reflects off and becomes evident. Ooh. And I like that. I don't think that's entirely true. Sometimes no. when you're with other people like QAnon, it reflects yeah. off of other people yeah. and magnifies like mm-hmm. a disco ball. Sure. You you got to have some quality controller. <laughs> <laughs> How many walls yes. of crazy are you surrounding yourself with? And then that right, sort of invalidates. Right. But but in general, yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like having a sounding board is fucking important. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I like the idea of developing your own mythology, whether it's good or bad. Because I think that there's a lot to be said for, um, I don't know, like a, a, tricking yourself into something. Like embodying, what you know, manifesting things, the secret, yeah. all yeah. of that. It's all, we're just, it's not actually magic. We're just tricking ourselves. I have been, it's my Artist Way course. I'm in my Artist Way course right now. Love it. By the way, if you want to do it on a a go with me, if, 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 presuming that you accept that morning pages don't have to be morning pages. Sure. um, (laughs) uh, If you wanted to do a go around with me, it's so lovely. And what we're focusing on right now is synchronicity. And the synchronicity popping up in my life is fucking bananas nice right nice nice nice. right up to thinking about the kinds of things that I've enjoyed doing throughout my life and um I was talking to my group and and telling them that I was kind of like getting in my own way about it because there are things that I really liked as a child that if I thought about them now I'd be like nah I don't want my back to hurt no I don't want to get poison ivy no that's gonna have sunburn like and so yes. just get out of my own way with some of that and to to be in wherever I appreciated it when I was eight or nine years old. But one of the things that I came right up on. with that I just kind of love full stop is barbershop. And I was like, oh, I would really love to sing barbershop again. And then I was on the phone with you last night and you were like, maybe quartet should happen. And I was like, fuck, synchronicity with my favorite Yay. person. I love that. I mean, yeah. So it's just, it's happening all over and in so many freaking bizarre ways. But they're all welcome. And I just. Mine is happening like that too, for sure. Yeah. I love it. I like that. Um, May is usually my big month for that, where things just keep popping up over and over and over again. Oh, what was that? Interesting. Crumbs. There was something else that happened yesterday. Where it was two two things that were really, well, eating gophers popped up the other day, which was weird twice. What does that uh, mean? Like actually eating a gopher. We were watching Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And I don't remember what the second instance of eating a gopher was. But that was so specific that I was like, ugh. I hope you that's mentioning not how this, keeps- this in and of itself is synchronicity because what I have to read to you today is all about gophers. <laughs> Stop it. And it occurred to me out of nowhere. And I was like, I should read this to Lillian. Stop it. No, I can't. I can't. Well, God, I wish I could remember what the second gopher reference was. If you can't remember, it's going to be me. Well, no, but that's third. It comes, this shit comes in threes. That is bananas. I know. Um, What a world. What a world. (laughs) Truly. Oh my God. So good. Also, why is it 23 degrees out? 
Uh, after like first degrees. fake spring, we're going to get a couple more fake springs because you all know how I it goes. Uh, by I the know, way, this yeah. is episode 99. <gasps> which means. Oh my goodness. We are next so week, fuck buddies, is our 100th episode. Oh my God. Should we be retrospective? <laughs> Actually, I was thinking that, but fuck, the amount of labor that it would be for me to go through and find my favorite bits in every file would be so much worse than just honestly sitting together for six hours and bullshitting and then cutting that. So, right. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do a retrospective. We could retell our favorite stories. We could, uh, I don't know. 100. Let me see how much emotional energy I feel like I have over the next couple of days. I wonder what we should I, do for I feel like I've been wanting to go through and catalog our stuff anyway, just so that I stop repeating myself. Mm. But uh, that also, again, anybody want to be an intern? <laughs> <laughs> we offer you nothing except uh, some pretty good laughter. No, I, <clears throat> I definitely have a $15 Starbucks card in my wallet that I haven't used. So I have, a, I have a Dunkin' Donuts gift card of unknown value. <laughs> Ooh, mystery gift cards are always great because you're like, is this going to be one donut or a dozen donuts? Ooh, we just don't know. And then, and then the best part is when you get up to the front and then you have to pay with multiple cards because mm. one doesn't cover it. That's always super fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They love that. They love well, that. Everybody in line behind you loves it. <laughs> <sighs> well, so, I mean. Number 99. 99. 99 yeah. weeks of mortification, 99 weeks of horror. <laughs> <laughs> Not even 99 weeks, thank God. Thank God, no. It's more Coming like up right um, on 52. 60, 60 weeks. Uh, uh, well, this is almost exactly a week from when things really shut down. Oh, yeah. But I mean for our podcast. We, oh, for our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, we, yes. we jumped in a little sooner than all of the Correct, and ours is... Uh, similarly about mortification i thought you were referring to the apocalypse it's I'm fine it all blends together not. The, shockingly pre, no. the, pre, the pre-apocalypse horror pre-apocalypse <laughs> i know I, pre-apocalypse. that sounds like it itches <laughs> it definitely Harry does apocalypse uh uh, uh, uh <laughs> we have some more journals for you hooray um do you want to go or do you want me to go um, I'm happy to go. Speaking of gophers, so uh, this is a little bit I to pant. I know. I can't believe it. I know. I, believe I even told you that because I was like, this is a dumb example of synchronicity. Yes. Yes. So this is this is all very sweet and strange. So when a couple of weeks ago, fuck buddies, we had an episode that was journals um, from summer from. Crazy summertime things. It was the sea lice episode. And um, <laughs> Lillian talked about being in the Bahamas with jellyfish larvae in her bathing suit. And I talked about my summer as a theater director um, at a camp in the Adirondacks in upstate New York. And so one of the best parts of being up there was my correspondence with my parents and with Andrew. Um, whom I was still dating, who I was dating for about a year at that point. And uh, even though we had, like, very limited internet access that was 
from an old dial-up modem on like a fucking Tandy computer in a yes. in the shitty I love a Tandy mildewy rec room basement of the staff lounge. Uh, I got regular emails from my parents, and because I wasn't in charge of campers, I was admittedly able to be online at least once a day because I didn't have to worry about kids. I could right. go chill there whenever I wanted. So, I have for you correspondence with my parents from Hooray. that summer, and technically oh my Andrew. God. Mm-hmm. Yay. It's so good. It's so good. Um, it's fucking great so (laughs) weird shit started to happen i had just been away with my parents um in canada we went on a we went on a an eastern canadian cruise uh to celebrate my graduation from college and we had a really really that was a i i actually i when we talked about worst vacations ever uh i cited that one um, not because it was actually terrible, but it was uh, rather – it was just memorable. It was memorable. Mm. Um, and we had a really good time together for sure. So my mom started emailing me June 24th, 2006. <laughs> hey, kiddo. We got your letter today, and it was nice to hear your positive thoughts again. Today is very rainy, as is the forecast for at least the next week. If you get our weather, you'll be spared the 90-degree-plus intense heat, but being at camp in the rain is less than ideal, I think. Good thing we all recently acquired rainproof jackets, which we needed in Canada in all of the fog. So my mom then talks about uh, petunias and geraniums and gardening. And then she says, your father and Jimmy Wadhams went for a guy's outing to Cabela's about four hours ago. Lillian, do you know what Cabela's is? I do know what Cabela's is. You sure do. Fuck buddies. If you have not grown up around me, Cabela's (laughs) is like a giant FAO Schwartz for hunting. (laughs) Yeah. It's the FAO Schwartz of hunting. And it is full of taxidermied creatures, which is honestly the reason that I like going there, because there are, like, full-on standing grizzlies and polar bears and I have never been in one. Oh, it's majestic. And they, like, install waterfalls. What? I'll take you to the Cabela's in Pennsylvania sometime. Okay. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's like a, so, it's like a rainforest cafe. Yes, it actually is. Of yeah, yeah. Egg mm-hmm. rolls. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Your father and Jimmy went for a guy's outing to Cabela's about four hours ago. I personally have never been there, but I don't think it would entertain me for the same length of time that they seem to want to spend there. As I recall, you don't have a particularly favorable impression of it, but I would tend to be a little more forgiving. In any event, I think it's a good thing for Mel to get out with a guy or two now and again. So I am here by myself doing laundry and corresponding with you. Um... Then she talks about Italian, and then, uh, oh, mm, truly nothing interesting has happened between the time I talked to you yesterday and now. So I'll end this particular email. Just wanted you to know we're thinking about you, missing you, and hoping that you have a fabulous experience in the Adirondacks this summer. Love you much, Mom. Oh, nice. So I said, uh... <laughs> I love that she told you about the weather. 
Yeah, oh, I get so many weather emails from her. She was she was great at emailing me. All right, so then I wrote her, Hi, Mom. I had a great day off. I got out to do laundry in Scroon Lake, and after that we went to Glens Falls to hit the thrift store. Then we went to the local mall and shopped a bit at Target and at the huge Bath & Body Works sale. By the way, I was looking at smelly stuff in Target, and I found a spray called Wild Orchid that smells just like you. It made me homesick, and I bought it to spray on my blankets. Mo. Oh. Wild Orchid was the that. name of the first sexy movie I ever saw. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I then said, please tell me how dad's venture with the air rifle goes. It sounds rather disconcerting and potentially very amusing. Um, and then. <laughs> air rifle. Okay. Uh-huh. So th- she must have told me that on the phone. Uh-huh. Um, and, okay. So. This is really sweet. My mom then wrote back, I'm surprised that you associate a particular smell with me, especially since I don't wear perfume. I would think I just smell like Noxzema, which is true. Well, if Wild Orchid reminds you of me and that makes you happy, cool beans. (laughs) I love her. So, so far, the groundhogs are still winning the war. Your your father took a few shots at them yesterday after practicing with targets ah! down in the basement. Oh my god, it's like the beginning of Steel Magnolias. Yes! Yes! That's ex- My father was 1,000% Weezer. Oh Full my god. fucking stop. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't manage to hit any of them. So the saga continues. Uh, um, then, oh, hang on, uh, oh, and then, okay, so this was right before my birthday, and I remember that my parents were, I, I talked on the phone with them, and I was like, I was really sad that it was my first birthday, like, totally without them. Oh, um, sure. Ever. And so they were like, well, we just got back from vacation. I was like, yeah, but it's my first birthday without you. And they felt so badly that they, like, express shipped me a Vermont teddy bear. That's very sweet. This is, look, y'all, y'all know I come from some level of dysfunction. This is one of the sweetest uh, versions of my family mm, ever. Yeah, it's super, uh, super adorable. So then, so my dad all, oh, my dad was emailing me concurrently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sent the best emails. And so he just wrote, right when you can, love the old guy, smiley face. Cute. Um, and then I said, hi, dad, things are going well. I had a mini meltdown after I talked to mom on the phone yesterday. It definitely made me homesick. That, along with the depression of me being here for my birthday, made yesterday a bit hard. But in general, it's really quite great being here, and I'm having a good time with good people. Miss you both very much, and as fun, as much fun as I know I'll have this summer, I can't wait to be back home again. Love, Jen. And then my father wrote concurrently with my mother's email, Hooray! Jimmy's coming over at 10.30 and we're going to Cabela's. I think I'm going to buy an air rifle for groundhogs. They have become unacceptable. (laughs) They have become unacceptable. (laughs) Oh my god. Then we are in for a wet spell. They are talking about as much as five inches by Sunday night. Ought to be interesting. Love, Dad. (laughs) Nothing more interesting than rain. 
fascinating. Um, <laughs> okay, so so they're both talking to me, which is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And then, so here's the best part. I am concurrently telling Andrew about these things. So I then send an email to Andrew that says, oh my Lord. And I quote my mother's email. And then I write in all caps, he was shooting guns in the basement. <laughs> this is, yeah, no, I had not connected those dots. But yes, that is, that's not a great, that's, Yes. He was shooting guns in the basement. So, um, my father then emails me about a week later and he says, there has been a substantial reduction in the number of G-hogs on the property. I hate doing it, but they have been taking the place apart. Even BC thinks so, which is his nickname for my mother. So was this a, a, a G-hog jihad? <laughs> yes! Fuck! So good! Um, I don't know what, he sent this to me at three in the morning. Dad, he couldn't okay. wait. He couldn't wait. He was like, ah, I gotta tell her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he then says, I, I can't tell what this is. I can't tell if it's a joke. He says, it's time that you and I were in bed. Not. <laughs> I can't tell if he made a typo or if he's making a not joke, but whatever it is. <laughs> It's then, it just then, then says, love and good night, hun, your dad. I then send it to Andrew, just screaming in, in the caption. <laughs> Andrew began to say, I, I then got letters from Andrew literally every single day. It was like mythical at oh. camp because I'm the only person who worked there who got mail every day. And they were all like, oh, what's your boyfriend sending you now? It wasn't like love letters it was fake miss missives from my father from the war with the groundhogs they're fucking hysterical that's amazing they're so amazing you have do you have them i have them (gasps) my father okay oh (laughs) my father then emails me uh well we're here at a long four-day weekend and he, uh, he talks about people coming over for the 4th of July. He says, in between, we'll have a little lawn mow. The new mower makes it kind of fun. Maybe I'll get my oil changed. Maybe we'll pull some weeds and or water some plants or go completely nuts and do both. We are so cool. I can hardly stand it. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. What was it like to have a dad? Oh, you <laughs> no, know, I know. I did, I know. You, the answer is this? complicated. But complicated, still. yes. Uh, but I would say he was never so present as he was when I was an adult. Like, mm. that's what's so lovely. Um, uh, I just he, meant in the, like, <clears throat> capable and doing. Um, oh, and literally anything? Yeah, no. Em- embodying dad things, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yep, definitely. He then wrote, my root canal is almost not hurting anymore. Another pill or two, and I won't care. TTFN, Sue <laughs> Padre. Oh, Supadre. Like my mom finding things, Mamacita. I know. Okay. Uh, then I. Uh, oh, so I then wrote. <clears throat> Wait, Hi, Dad. Is Supadre like his or her father? Or like. Oh, you're correct. I think it would two be Supadre. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Hi, Dad. I was in Albany with Andrew. He surprised me with a birthday dinner, which was great, and we spent all day today exploring the city window shopping. It was a lovely day, but admittedly very hard to say goodbye again. I'm glad the groundhog population is dwindling, though I wish we didn't have to resort to bombs and air rifles. Bombs! Bombs! Um, uh, Then he said... Uh, hi, sweetheart. I'm afraid the bombs and the air gun didn't work out as well as I'd hoped so. With the permission of the Heinrichs, our neighbors, I resorted to more aggressive measures. <gasps> Even though my rifles haven't been used in quite a while, their sights were pretty much on. I just had to make a few allowances here and there. At this point, I think all but one have passed on to that great burrow in the hereafter. God, what a mess they've been making. I will never let things get that far out of hand again. (laughs) Uh, Have fun, sweetheart. And if you meet any of Steven Spielberg's kids, say hi for me because we had such hoity-toity clientele. Oh, gotcha. Love, Dad and Mom. I then forwarded that information to Andrew with an, oh, my God. <laughs> so satisfying. I then have an email. So my father would just send me emails constantly, forwards or just like links. And so one has the subject line "fun thing," and I think it it leads right to the MP3 of Fraggle Rock. Yes. Fun thing. I then just emailed my parents in all caps ah there is an outbreak of lice here and i want to come home i am so i am so incredibly freaked out and he wrote wow how cool i never had lice and i grew up in stanhope (laughs) (laughs) and i wrote i don't want lice dad i'm quarantined it is hell i want to come home where the parasites are minimal and the keyboards don't stick (laughs) Ew. Ew. He he then followed up with an email that uh, whose subject line is any improvement in the lousy situation, pun intended. That's amazing. I got an actual dad. I like I can't. Um, I also (laughs) forgot during this time that concurrently. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was apartment searching on that shitty computer with that really shitty connection, and Andrew was sus- Andrew was my location scout. So I would send oh, him listings, and wow. I was like, "Can you go see if this is legit for me?" I'm just like in my head, in my head, what I see is a stop motion animation, um, a la Caddyshack of your dad having a fucking war with these oh. Chromebooks. A thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand percent. Um, where is anything? Out of nowhere, while I was still at camp, my father sent me an email that says, Did you know there is a Ponton River in Alberta, Cal- uh, Canada, and a Ponton settlement in Michigan that date ba- dates back to 1833? Some guy James from England. That's it. Great. That's it. That's the tweet. FYI. <laughs> That's I, the tweet. Got so many FYIs from him. It was amazing. When my my mom finally figured out how to use email, that's what I, yeah. Except for everything was always in all caps. And I I tried to explain to her, especially when we were doing Google Chat, 
I was like, it is like you're yelling. And she was like, I don't get it. And I was like, yeah, you do. You do. Just because just you don't feel that way doesn't mean you don't get it. Um, and she's like, well, the cat's lying on my arm, so I can't move the shift key. And I'm like, that's not <laughs> That's real. not a that's real not excuse. Real. <laughs> it's not a real. Fuck. So the Groundhog War lasted for about a month. And it was com- it was this combination of these emails with my parents and <laughs> phone calls with my mom who would update me as though it was fucking normal. Ah, ah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Would you like me to get some letters in uh, this moment? Y- yes, I would. Okay. Like I said, this was the first that Andrew and I had just been together for a year. So when I would forward these emails to Andrew, he took it upon himself to send me mail every single day I was at camp. It was oh. legendary. That makes it was legendary. special. Yes. Yes. But the problem is when I started opening them, everyone was like, oh, my God, your boyfriend. Oh, my God, all these loving letters. I'm like, no, 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 no. My boyfriend's insane. <laughs> Lillian, look at this stack. <gasps> wow, that is dedication to a bit. Hang on. Doot, doot, doot. Two things on July 31st. Yeah, this is the kind of shit he was doing because this was Andrew playing. Uh-huh. That's what was happening here. Andrew was playing. Mm-hmm. So everyone was like, oh, my God, what does it say? I'm like, you can't see this. <laughs> He's a maniac. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it starts with something as innocuous as, uh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, no, these are about him. Oh, he had access to a, to a, to a tear it off notepad <gasps> that says things to do. Yes. So he would just send me full envelopes of these checklists, and he would either make them things to do or things not to do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ask Mel about Nam. Ask Mel to guess my name. My father could not remember his name for the life of him. He called him things like Larry and Warren. Ask Mel to write my Warren. name. Who even knows someone named Warren. Ask Mel how work was. <laughs> Ask about his gun collection. Things to do. Teach your father my name. Wear name tags all the time. Make your mother taller. <laughs> Make your mother taller. <laughs> Buy name tags. <laughs> Make a tape for Mel. <laughs> Repeating my name. (laughs) Make an index card for Mel with my picture and name. Ask who the fuck are Warren and Larry. Give Mel a dollar every time he gets my name. Buy Mel another gun rack. So this this is what I was receiving from Andrew before he knew about the groundhogs. That's what he did before he knew about the groundhogs. And then he would send me, he would send me things that looked romantic, but they turned out to be acrostics for something absolutely filthy. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. Oh, joy. (laughs) And so people are like, oh my God, what's he writing? You let me see. I'm like, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. The artistry. I'm so jealous. You, I know. You know that, like, just... 
Me going to camp was an excuse for him to be like, time to play. Okay, what's this? <laughs> Everything is pretty much that bad. I might have to pick and choose a little bit. Um, they're all <laughs> completely obscene. Amazing. <clears throat> they're all amazing. What was this one? An acrostic. N-I-T-S-D-O. No. Oh. Oh! <laughs> ah, okay. Mm, here you go. <clears throat> Let's see how bad this is. Okay. Sweet pea. LOL. I think I will open today's letter with another installment of Mel's Words of Wisdom. So if you'll bear with me, I'm sure there's a lot to be learned. This is an actual transcript. Nothing has been changed. Everything is verbatim. <laughs> Jen, Felipe, come look at this. I was out here and I noticed the plants weren't doing so well, so I used my superhuman deductive skills and figured out the problem. Now I pose it to you. Jamie, what do you think it is? Oh, well, sir, I think it's carpenter ants. Wrong! It's carpenter ants. Bet you feel dumb now, Chaz. <laughs> Sir, my name's not Chaz. Sure it is, Malcolm. Kids, you gotta be smart like me. Think outside the box. I'm your host, Mel Ponton, saying I'll see you in hell. <laughs> um, and he said, I realized as I was writing it that I made his face for the impersonation. Good times, LOL. <laughs> With deepest love, Andrew. So one of the, one of the, oh God, before I went to camp, that actually happened. My father was like, kids, come out here. And was like, I want to show you something. And we were like, yes. And he was like, oh, look, you know, look at the damage on this tree. Look at the damage on these plants. What do you, what do you think it is? And Andrew was like, carpenter ants. And he goes, no, it's carpenter ants. Wow. Because <laughs> he was just used to being right. He was, he was used to being right. And no one else. Every, everyone else was just sort of hovering for his amusement. Oh, oh my um, word. <laughs> I know. I know. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, God. Was... We were all so creative when we weren't staring at screens all day. Not that, I you know. know, I'm not that person. I know that there's there's good things about staring at screens. But, oh, my gosh. Like I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad <laughs> that, like, people who are in their 20s now won't have these piles of weird letters Oh from God, from right? their friends, like uh. these kinds of things are what I receive from him all all summer long. I love it. That's so fucking delightful. I oh know this is what he did to me. How many of these are there? There's like there's like thirty. Oh. How many missives did I get? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, <clears throat> 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 36, 36. I have 36 crazy motherfucking letters from my to-be husband. That is beautiful. <laughs> Like that Twitter account that he had. Yes. Yes. Oh. So good. So oh. good. Oh, my God. He was uh, he was doing a group where we pretend to be boomers before that was a thing. He was doing... Exactly. That's exactly it. Boomer yes. immersive cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So good. So good. Well, oh, that was so that was satisfying. my summer of 2006. <laughs> I love it. I I have stuff from 2001. 
Um, when I was in New York, I moved to New York fall of 2000. And I mean, I really didn't have friends until the beginning of 2001. Like, it's fine. I got, I got cast in a play and then I started hanging out with the WoW Cafe people. Um, but this is in May. So I had already done a show with these people. We were doing a new show, which was supposed to be guys and dolls, but they didn't get the rights to it. So then they were like, it had a brainstorm and said, why don't we do a Gilbert and Sullivan show? Because that you don't, that's public domain. Mm. And then they chose like the mm. most random one that nobody's ever heard of called Ilianthe. Uh, like you mm-hmm. can't even fucking pronounce it. It's not even like, it's not even like, oh, what is that? But it's a words that make sense. Right. No. <laughs> nope. None of it. Um, so regardless, uh, I had a crush on a stupid guy in the show. Um, and I guess They're I'll always call... stupid guys. God, I was I was telling Jen like so much of my so much of my journals are just like me putting up with and or making excuses for the terrible behavior of dudes that I thought might be into me. Um, Worse. Oh. Uh, okay, that was a terrible quote that I thought was deep. All right, so we'll call this guy. <laughs> We'll call this guy Matt. (laughs) And I remember being into him, but I don't remember him flirting with me this much. I mean, he was super weird. He was super weird. Um, He had a great voice, though, which was really, like, panty peeler for me. Still is, quite frankly. Panty peeler. I mean, anything (laughs) involving music. But, um... Um... um, And I don't, I didn't write down what this was. Um, Okay. Matt is flirting up a storm with me. At this point, I'm just weak. I'm too weak to care what he says about 40-year-olds and jacking off. I just don't care. What? What? What was he talking about, jacking off with 40-year-olds? I don't know. Um, I think he was 24 and I was like 21, 22, something. Uh, I need something to tide me over until something fulfilling comes along. Oh, just touch me. (laughs) People date people they don't even (laughs) like all the time. And since I'm obviously, thankfully, not going to get emotionally attached, where's the harm? Where is it, I ask? He's cute. I'm bored. I haven't been kissed since August. I'm due. (laughs) Yes. Um, Fast forward to a couple days later. Um, Hung out with Duncan, my now brother-in-law, Nate. Oh. well, fine, whatever. His name is Nate. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Um, he knows what he did. And and Sean last mm. night, who was Nate's younger brother. Um, <clears throat> not a big fan of Sean, but Nate said he doesn't do so well in groups or something. It was uneventful. We walked all the way to pieces for overcrowded karaoke and ended up at the duplex, the old standby. Um, I took an opening in a conversation. Nate said that he felt like sexually he had wasted the first five years of his 20s here let me see this so you can see me uh have wasted the first five years of his 20s um uh and i admitted uh my virginity it elicited not much of a reaction (laughs) (laughs) this dude's eyes were always glazed over and he he looked like um not in a bad way but like he looked like a cabbage patch kid like he he was an ex-mormon um, he just had like a big wide-eyed look all the time. In an um, appealing way or in a creepy way? I mean, I guess I wanted to make out with him, but I, I think that if you ask the general consensus, people would, might say creepy. Okay. Um, 
he uh, shaved his arms, which I discovered when I was, like, walking next to him, and I, I, like, got hurt by his arm stubble. Mm -hmm. Um, He and his brother went on a whole uh, fish and onions diet, which... What the fuck is that? <laughs> when Why? you're rehearsing in a black box. Theater. Oh God! Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. What on earth would prompt that? His brother Who was a bodybuilder. Ew! Why onions though? I don't know. Ew! I have no idea. <laughs> why are why why whatever? Um, why do men try to be grosser? <laughs> you're you know already it really, terrible. Uh, it really like. Um, a little food hack is if you step on it first. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, but funny, funny Nate-isms. Uh, in a conversation Chuck, who was our music director, was having with Nate regarding Mormonism, Chuck asks, does Nate drink coffee? Yes, he says. Since I turned 17, I tried to, I've tried to sin as much as possible. He turns to me, looks me in the eye and says, I've just been looking for someone to sin with. And he did he did shit like that to me all the time, like very intense, like things like that with with things like that. Um, Why? Uh, in the middle of our choreography rehearsal and he would do he was so obnoxious. He like was a showboater in a big way. In the middle of our choreography rehearsal, Nate turns around and like looks me in the eye and starts singing. Um, Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. Like all my loving. And then yep. like. The entire cast started singing it while he was, like, staring at me. Um, The other day, he came in late to rehearsal, so at the break, he hugged me and gave me a kiss on the cheek. Chuck told him to grab my ass, and he did, which is, I mean, you know, co-workers, theater. Um, But through all this, apparently, he's still hooking up with that Jamie girl who had pretended she was drunk at a party so she could hang up on him. Um, He ranted all night about being sexually frustrated, so I don't think he's getting any. Uh, here's another weird thing. Um, me, we were walking to a bar and I said, walking in groups makes me remember how short my legs are. And he said, that's funny. They're really long in all my dreams. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? Fucking weirdo. Oh my God. Weirdo, weirdo. And then I talk about how much I enjoy hanging out with Duncan and then I hope I get to, uh, hang out with him more. Um, Guess what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I think I wound up with a much better, <laughs> much better deal of those, of those two. Uh, a really long thing about a dream. Um, the quote at the top of this page on Wednesday, May 17th is, uh, I think it is from um, uh, the Oscar Wilde play about the handbag. Importance of being earnest. Uh, that's not about a handbag, but it is for me because <laughs> that's all my character talked about. Um, uh, let that's, us let us be thankful that we are light. persons of no capacity, whatever. <laughs> um, something about hanging out with Nate and uh, oh, so then I Nate says I could come hang out at his place. Oh, I wound up spending the night at his place. Um, Nate was all about hanging out. Uh, oh, and then and then I hooked up with the Irish boy in between there. And that was when I start, started losing interest in, in Nate. Because um, that Irish boy I was wonder so why. 
Uh, so let's see. That night, that was the night Nate told me he had slept with a 15-year-old when he was 20. Um, Ew! And I... Sh- and he, Who brags about that? He was gross. Um, and I should have written about this when it happened because it was a good story, but I don't feel like it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tonight, Randy and Jamila and I went to CBGB's. Um, good music, good fun, bad, bad, bad bathrooms. That was ab- absolutely true. Absolutely correct. If you don't know anything about CBGBs, bad, bad bathrooms. Um, Not I also, only that the bathrooms are trash. Yeah. I also stepped in a hole in the floor and almost broke my ankle. Um, oh, God. But... <laughs> Uh, Nate was supposed to meet us, and then after an audition, he went to Hoboken for Children of Eden, where he w- he wound up playing God, um, which I thought was very funny. Um, ooh, karaoke. Um, I, something about me hating Baba Ganoush. Um, Nate. Nate called, and he showed up as I was picking um, kebab bits out of Randy's teeth. <gasps> Where is the bit? Why? Um. Uh, Nate said something about, oh, God, only having met one guy in his age range with a better voice than his. <laughs> uh, this is making me not want to hang out too much. <laughs> it wasn't the part where he fucked a 15-year-old when he was 20. <laughs> the bar uh, was so low, honey. Oh, on a kick about how funny he thinks I am and that's why he digs me um mm-hmm. why does he have to be a moron and so sweet I really don't like Baba Ganoush uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> is he so sweet though he paid attention to me that's what uh. I wanted I don't know why it was all very very confusing um like I I literally I don't I don't think I have it in here I think it was previously but I like I spent the night at his place, and we totally could have made out, and we didn't. Um, okay. Sunday, June 17th. Here's where it actually gets good. Yes, please. <laughs> I just came back from Duncan's birthday party. Um, first, I had a nice day with my dad in Chinatown, which I actually have a picture. I have a picture of that day. Um, you do? Yeah, of me and my dad having dim sum in Chinatown. I have very few pictures of me Aww. with my dad that were especially just candid. Like, most of them were, like, posed at his odd events um <clears throat> hold on wait 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 wait. i'm sorry i'm sorry mm, mm-hmm. what counts as an odd event uh maybe you have three that you could recall for okay. me <laughs> sure certainly i certainly do i mean i definitely have Please. at least one that would be perfectly um so he ran the national american flag institute my father and what that was more or less um, was, I mean, it was about raising awareness about care of the American flag and flags in general. Um, and I mean, I guess nonpartisan, although most of them were pretty Republican and conservative. Mm. Um, but it was like, you know, yay America stuff. Um, Mm. but he would do things like, I don't know, um, raise money for a scholarship for a a kid he knew who wrote a poem and give out the scholarship at uh, a 50 person dinner at Francis Tavern and never pay the bill for the dinner. (laughs) 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 Some, some classic Alan shenanigans. Oh my God. Uh, So good. Um, 
uh, I found Duncan a squeezy dog keychain. Oh, yeah. It was a keychain that was squeezy, and when you squeezed it, um, it looked it like the dog was pooping. Yep. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we end, let's see. We appara- I apparently went to this party with a girl who I, I don't remember. But uh, Duncan lives in Hoboken, so we a bunch of us took a bus in to Hoboken. Um, uh, Duncan is fabulous. Hoboken underrated. Nate overrated and with bad sandals. Duncan's brother, very sweet. I recently told Duncan it was a good thing I hadn't met him in high school because I would have fallen in love with him and it would have turned out messily. Duncan's brother is slightly larger, um, slightly more uh, Mark-looking, this guy that I had a crush on in college, um, a little shy, wearing a Transformers t-shirt. He's 26 <coughs> and a computer programmer and just starting to get into musicals. Bat Boy, I want to see Bat Boy. Um, uh, we had been talking about something and I got distracted into a periphery conversation. However, as I am a multitasker, I caught Don. Hang on a second. Sorry, my computer just signed up and I want to make sure it's up. Uh, However, as I am a multitasker, I caught Don looking at Duncan just after I had switched conversations. And Don put his hand over his heart in a like a oh, how sweet kind of gesture to Duncan. And Duncan mirroring the gesture and nodding in an I told you so fashion. Oh my god, this is the cutest shit of all time. Of course, this might have all been in my head, but I don't like to think that. Uh, Nate was obnoxious and feeling all up on Dara. He said an awful thing tonight that made me wonder (laughs) if I even want to be friends with him. Regarding romantic... Tell me you wrote that... Oh, thank God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is this is verbatim. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, regarding romantic relationships. Well, you lose a friend, there's always other friends. A romance is deep. Give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What a but trash that was like person. his whole MO. Oh, gross. My weird cabbage patch. Do you know the last time I saw him, I ran into him in Chinatown, and he was carrying a durian. Do you know what a durian is? A durian mm-hmm. is a is a is a mm-hmm. fruit that smells so bad that there are Asian countries that will not allow you to bring them into hotels. I wonder what it smells like. I I, I know that they are loathed far and wide. I don't know why they exist or who likes them. Uh well, the fact that Nate was onto that instead of fish and onions, I almost like I looked at him. Hold I on. was like, hey, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he moved on. From two terrible food groups to a third, even worse food group. I uh, he, maybe he f- had a thrill-seeking personality. I'll tell you what: for someone who was like, you can't replace a romance. He's really <laughs> he's he, no he's wonder really his friends taking some gambles. That's why his friends come and go. Oh God, no, mm. ew, Lord. Ew! Can you imagine someone who just smells like fish, onions, and durian? <laughs> <laughs> Ew! Why? I uh, I laughed so hard though when I saw. I was like, "Hey, it's you!" and and you have a durian. <laughs> what? Excuse me while I keep a ten foot motherfucking radius from you. Yeah. And and your dead nose situation. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he couldn't smell. I don't know. That can't be it. Uh, I can't possibly. Uh, uh, okay, Saturday, June 30th. So the last entry was March 17th. 
Um, uh, um, I don't know if I wrote about the second one. So the first party was Duncan's birthday, and the second party, Keith and Carlos, who also lived in that apartment, were having a one-year anniversary. Um, or maybe it was the other way around. Um, either way, I went to two parties at the same apartment in Hoboken. Uh, improv class is over. Went to karaoke at Enid's in Williamsburg. Rehearsal for Child Catcher, the Fringe Festival show that I was in. Um, yesterday, everyone I came in contact with annoyed the shit out of me. Um, and I have a big squishy crush on Donald, Duncan's brother. Uh, I love the way that you described him, except being 26, is exactly the same. A computer programmer in a Transformers shirt, a little soft-spoken, very sweet. Yep. Yep. Oh! Yep. I may be blinded by sheer need for human contact, and he may be a sociopath or something, but he seems like one of the most sincerely lovely people I've met in a long time. Um, he's so smart and funny and has nice eyes. He still kind of, kind of reminds me of that Mark guy, but not, it's not a huge problem. Uh, um, he and some other Hoboken folks might be joining me at Marty's for Wednesday festivities. I was house sitting for my friend Marty and she told me to have people over if I wanted to on 4th of July because you could see the fireworks from her window. Uh, <laughs> dad's been writing checks to himself from grandma's account. Bad form. No, no, no. My job sucks, but we knew that. And as always, Keith and Carlos are lovely. This could be really good. I hope it is. Monday, July 2nd. I had an almost perfect day, which for for a Monday is not half bad. Um, Friend from college visited. Oh, so um, when you, if you live in New York uh, and you take the same subway all the time, you generally wind up having a favorite spot on the platform that you like to stand. Like yes. wh- whether it's because you like to be in the middle because you know where you need to get off the train or if you like to be at one of the ends so that there's not as many people, like whatever. Or if it's late at night and you want to be in the car that has the conductor, um, you get to know certain spots and thus you get to know the ads that are either on mm. the side where you're standing or the side of the, of the platform that you're looking across to. And I remember that like well communicated. I yes. felt like I got brain whiplash. Um, I had I had just walked down to my spot across from the tracks from the King Cobra malt liquor ad. <laughs> and, it, and then over here on the margin, it says, what does this mean? The ad said. There might, in all caps, be something for you, all caps, behind my label, all caps, dot, dot, dot. 30 minutes passes so fast. What does that mean? What does that mean? That's not an ad for anything. Are you supposed to jump into the well of the tracks and peel it back all Shawshank Redemption style? Is that what's supposed to happen? I don't know. That seems unadvisable. Why would you? I mean... Maybe it was like they had a, a like a game going or like a contest. But what does thirty minutes passes so fast mean? Is that what how, on is earth? that how long it should take to knock back a King Cobra malt liquor? Anyway, uh, uh, truly gorgeous day. My hair was behaving. Um, I didn't have very good sales at work. Oh, oh, I remember this sitting in my office at Ink Keepers. I checked my messages at 2 o'clock. Um, cause you, oh, Ink Keepers. Yes. So you used to call, like call in to check your voicemail. Right. Um, and it was from Duncan. 
Uh, I don't know. And he says, I don't know for sure what we're, what we're doing for the 4th of July, but giggle. My brother thinks you're really neat. And he asked me for your phone number, but I told him I wasn't sure if you were cool with that. So here is his phone number. Yeah. He likes you bunches. Oh, Duncan! Then I promptly spilled a cup of water all over my desk. (laughs) Oh, honey! Oh, my God! Yay! (laughs) So great. Oh, had a wonderful rehearsal. Every show that I did at that point in time was terrible. Just terrible. Uh, (laughs) The thing I was rehearsing for was... um, uh, uh, Justin, I think it was the stupid showcase that I wound up doing, like, in... Uh, classroom at NYU with like fluorescent lighting. Anyway. Yes. Um, that sounds right. Uh, oh, talking about ha- trying to find bathrooms in public places. Uh, iced, peach iced tea Snapple, which I was obsessed with. Obsessed. Yes. Um, I hope I still like Dawn on Thursday. I think I will. <laughs> Thursday, July Aww. 5th. Um, yep. 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 You might say I still like him. Um, I'm not going to read this entire thing because it is a bunch of names of people that just don't matter. Uh, But I was at my friend Marty's apartment and I guess Randy had invited a couple people from our improv class and way too many fucking people showed up. Like, (sighs) yep. And we didn't have a lot of food. Like we were going to have like 10 people and order pizza. And suddenly Mm -hmm. there were like nine people I didn't know. Plus the other people who I had invited. Um, (laughs) And um, our friend Chandra was there who uh, was in a wheelchair. And I forgot that there were stairs leading up to the apartment. Like all of these things that I was trying to juggle when it really, I wanted everybody to leave so that I could try and kiss Don. Um, but we didn't kiss that night. Let's see. Um, oh, this is pretty funny. So the people that I don't like are in Marty's, um, bedroom, uh, watching the, um, fireworks. And we wound up watching the fireworks on the TV in the living room because all those idiots were in the bedroom. Um, I have better boundaries now. (laughs) I discovered a piece of petrified cat poo on Marty's bed while talking to the yuppies and attempted to be surreptitious about pitching it onto the floor. There was also, we discovered later, a little puddle of Gracie, uh, the other cat, of cat yak by the bed. Someone had stepped in it. I hope it was the stupid girl talking about Carney Wilson and how good she looked after having her stomach stapled. <laughs> ah! Good job! Fuck yes! Fuck yes! Oh, um... Don prefers Don to Donald and not Donnie at all due to the new kids on the block. Um, I think he told me his middle name was Arthur. He did. That's correct. Is it Arthur? Um, Stop it. He liked my mismatched socks. He writes for a bi-monthly leftist paper in Orlando called Impact. He thought I was a Leo. I don't know how I feel about this. He said, I love that Don was guessing your sign. Yes. He said he'd have a, had a few girlfriends who were Leos, and I think he said I reminded him of them. But then I felt bad because I was like, oh, I'm not a Leo. And he was like, my mom's a Leo. <laughs> Hi, Grace. Hi, Grace. Um, <laughs> he's a Taurus. I guessed this on the first try. <laughs> yes. I said, I said I didn't feel like my sign. He said, that's okay. Capricorns and Tauruses work well together. Oh, my God, Don! 
then and then yes and then in the then in the margin it says catsturbation comma para felenia what are you doing is that is that like the actual definition i mean paraphilia is when you are like turned on by an object and i i guess i was saying that that was when you're turned on by felines i love you you maniac so much oh my god oh my god so cute also in the margin uh it's uh the paper is a little more left than I am. I'm a little more conservative. Of course, I'm still left of center. Having a lesbian mother will do that to you. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes. We talked about fridge poetry. I walked him downstairs and I hugged him and knocked his hat off. I retrieved it and put it back on his head. We have a little moment there. He gives great hugs. Oh. Um... And then I Google stalked him and looked at, found some of his writing on the internet and was very excited about that. Um, <clears throat> I love this. This is so great. Uh, <laughs> Randy said, only become obsessed with guys that have their own websites. It's one stop stalking. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Randy. Ahead of her time. His notions of love and identity are so great. I can relate to almost everything he says. And he went so far as to biograph the two girls he had at the time been in love with. Um, As it happens, one of the girls he loved said she thought she was falling in love with him, but couldn't get over the fact that he wasn't a Christian. Oh, right. I remember her. Um, and then I hearken back to a conversation that my preacher friend and I had had about that. Uh, I don't even know what to do with this. Have I ever felt this way about someone who is actually straight? I think I'm going to melt. Oh, I love that. Oh. How's any of this other stuff? Uh, Friday, July 6th. Um, something about a call for an audition. Oh, and then Don called to say hi and tell me he was thinking about me. Does this happen in real life? Arg, why does he live in Parsippany? What kind of a name for a town is Parsippany? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, He has Scrabble on Monday and some other game club on Wednesday. Teehee Scrabble. That is exactly the thought that I was having. Very much Teehee Scrabble. Don was a competitive Scrabble player when I met him. Uh, I want to get him that little Scrabble keychain, but I don't know if it's too soon to start gift giving or what. Um, Then I went to rehearsal. Obsessed. There we go. So we hung out. His cousin Rebecca was living. um, There's a part in the East Village, which is not quite anymore, but there used to be like a whole street of Indian restaurants. Like a whole street of Indian restaurants. Now I think there's maybe Mm -hmm. three, which is a bummer. Um, but I love that I put down which one it was. It was Rose of Bombay. That was definitely my favorite one. So it was hot out because it was July. And then we went into the restaurant and the air conditioning was barely working. Um, and I remember eating Indian food and being very sweaty. Um, of course. (laughs) Um, uh, okay. We got to his car, drove up by Central Park. We went in a little below 66 and walked past a playground and through an archway and stopped for a second to look at the fireflies. So I had a line that I liked to use at the time, um, which had worked for me twice in the past. Uh, And that was, 
Um, I'll ask you, Jen. What are you doing? Uh, talking to my best friend. Well, I'm waiting for you to kiss me. And that worked twice. Didn't work. He did not. He just said nothing. And then... What? Don! <laughs> Lock it down, Don! So I just turned around and kissed him because I couldn't take it anymore. And he's a wonderful a, kisser. What? Oh, exactly why? my style. He was pretty happy, too. We pulled back and into a hug, and he just squeezed me and said, Ah, oh, she knows how to kiss. How cute is that? He said something about how during the beginning of the evening he wanted to... What does this mean? I guess this is from a Woody Allen movie because this is what I what I would call pulling a Woody Allen <laughs> would be. What on earth? He said something about how during the beginning of the evening he wanted to do a Woody Allen and ask if we should kiss and get it out of the way. I think that's from Annie Hall. Got it. But yes. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. Uh, it was so pretty in the park. Okay. This boy is tall. Seriously like mad calf cramp city trying to kiss him. <laughs> so then we went and sat on a bench um and recently we went uh so our bench is right near the archway where we kissed is right near the balto statue so it's very easy to find and like you walk through the archway um which is not a good place to kiss because archways in central park always smell like pee always 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 um but like by the balto statue was nice and then on the other side there was um a very gnarled tree, which I'm very happy is still there, and uh, the bench. And it was really nice to see. So anyway, there's more stuff that I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, looking at. Um, but I haven't read any further. Hooray! Well, gophers Hooray! And I love and, the... There you go! And, 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 I love that. Durians. Durians. Holy shit. And, oh, God. Why, Nate? Why? Why? Uh, but you know what? Hmm. Maybe it's the name because Nate was the guy who was my secret admirer who was like, it is I, lady," And I was like, oh, go for Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> my uh, nephew's name is Nate and he is a joy. Mm. But uh, mm-hmm. I also know a lot of really fucked up Steves and Stevens. So <laughs> uh, Stevens, yeah. Stevens are dicey in my world. I know some good ones. I know some good ones. Okay, but which one, which which bodes better, a V or a PH? Oh, PH. Absolutely. PHs are better. PH, yeah. Mm-hmm. PH is like the old standard. If you're going V, we just, you you are a lone fucking wolf. We don't know. Steven. Oof. <laughs> just. <laughs> Off script. <laughs> Off script, off-roading. Mm-hmm. Um, that was delightful. Thank you. Thank you. That was you. a fucking joy. And please also thank uh, thank Andrew for those letters. You are very welcome. Yeah, yeah. These are so good. By the way, um, well, maybe we should say goodbye. I was thinking I might read you a couple other of the clear... Like, he sent me big business envelopes, and he also sent me little ones. And the little ones are the ones that house these crazy lists, which are fucking banana pants so i'm happy to read those to you off the recording because i'm sure i do not want them hooray oh my god is it it's almost 1 p.m oh we've been talking forever i love it um do i you, don't hate it do you have any um i was about oh, to say reservations but i mean recommendations 
No. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope, I do not. Mm, I have been... You know what? I, 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 I've heard so many good things about Ted Lasso. Uh, I think we need to give that another try. I We watched the first episode and I was like, eh. But everybody loves it, so... I just get really, I get so, I have such a short attention span. I'm like, why do I have to give it three episodes for me to get into it? Like, why? That's fair. That's fair. And and let me tell you from the writing side, it's hard as fuck because you want to create a story that's like believable from Jump. And so you, you want it to be able to like warm up and get to know the world. But then also they're like, mm, you have to have me within the first five pages or I'm done. Right. Like pass on your script. Mm-hmm. So you're not wrong commercially because we've been trained and trained and trained to be like I better be into this within five minutes or I'm gonna nope the fuck out of here well it just didn't seem as funny as everybody else thought it was but I guess part of the funny the whole first episode is him getting to the UK the whole idea is that he's like a an American football coach that they hire to coach European football which is soccer um and I'm guessing that that's where the fish out of water Haha, ha, isn't this funny? Comes. Oh, he's an American football coach. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, in fact, I didn't think that the conceit, I didn't think that everybody loved it because it was so funny, although Jason Sudeikis is a delight. I thought everyone loved it because it was really sweet and very, um, just like the, the, the joy of being a human. Oh. It made you believe in, in people again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it's that it's supposed to be like riotously funny as, a mo- as much as it's supposed to be like, the most feel-good show you could imagine Well, watching. crap. I mean, I'll try it again. Uh, I do not like, uh, as a rule, shows and movies that revolve around sports. So that also had a strike yeah, against it, too. generally, yes. For sure. Which is what, what kept me un, uh, disinterested. Uh, but I have heard that it's just a fucking delight. Notable exception so would be Bad News Bears and the mm. movie The Cutting Edge. <laughs> And the Sandlot. I've never seen the Sandlot. <gasps> I've never seen it. Maybe episode 100 is us live watching the Sandlot. Or maybe finally us live watching Hook. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, we have to figure that out, right? We could be doing our own riff tracks this whole time, by the way. I know! I know. Real lost opportunity. <laughs> do, 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 now that we're do. now that we're almost at a hundred, we gotta step the fuck up. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh oh! This weekend. Oh, this Thursday was it last Thursday? Farts. Hang on a second. Um. Is something happening? Uh yes. This is gonna be good, unless it already happened, in which case it probably was good. Oh, do you know what I watched last night though? Huh. I watched Coming to America. Oh, how'd you like it? It was joyous. Yay. It was joyous and dumb and funny and adorable and silly and sweet and um, just, uh, it was just so great. I loved it. I thought that the hair was amazing. Um, I thought it was, was so good. It was, I thought it was exactly what it meant, was meant to be. Like it was. A thousand percent. Um, Wesley Snipes, by the way. Wesley Snipes. Yes, I screamed when he came on. Well, and I screamed. He, just, he looks great. Oh my god! And Arsenio Hall. Where has he been this whole time? I mean, obviously he's been I doing know. things, but I feel like he hasn't been. 
in he's the been a low the profile. He he's so yeah. talented and funny, and he's so all good. the women in it were great. It was so good. Um, the way they meshed that CGI with the flashback to the bar in Queens, like yes, Leslie blew Jones. my fucking mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yep. Leslie Jones was incredible. She's, she was a joy. I want her to be a my joy. mom. Um, okay, I know. so I would highly recommend. Uh, I like. I only follow a couple people on Twitter where I get notifications, and Liz Winstead is one of them. Love her. Um, this is. <laughs> Uh, Liz Winstead and Morgan Murphy headline Dirty Dancing Riff Party. It's the can't-miss abortion movie comedy riff-a-thon fundraiser of the season. Yes, I love her so much. Um, And I think you can get discounts through TDF or TKTS. Um, Dirty Dancing, yeah, so comedians Guy Branham, who I love. I love Guy Branham! Um, Helen Hong, who is apparently on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Old Korean Dad Stories. Um, <laughs> Morgan Murphy, who's just the cutest, um, and Liz Winstead are teaming up to benefit Abortion Access Front. Um, and if I understand it correctly, they're going to be playing Dirty Dancing and then just riffing through it. Just yelling. Uh-huh. I love it. And raising awareness so good. about the assault on abortion rights in America because Alabama or or one of those other A1s basically just abolished abortion in one of those uh, shit southern states. Sorry if you live there, but if you do live there and you listen to us, you know that where you live is garbage. So that is, if you're listening on Thursday, that is the 25th. That's, that's tonight. Um... And uh, I, correct. I plan on correct. listening or watching it as well. So, the kind of work that Abortion Access Front does is so incredible and so far-reaching. And uh, Liz is just a fucking fireball. I, I love her. Yeah, she's the best. Love her. Yeah, amazing. Right, Great recommendation. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank you for being with us for ninety-nine episodes. <laughs> Holy cow! It feels like it's only been. 89. <laughs> That's so kind. <laughs> oh, you romantic. Um, it uh, I love you. <laughs> you. Oh, All boy. Right. All right. Bye. Love you. Love you, too. Mwah. Okay. Be well. Bye-bye. <laughs>